Setting up your work from home space is a tough one. Whether you're working from a small studio unit or you have the luxury of creating a dedicated home office, choosing the best location still requires some thought. In this episode, we're going down the path of exploring spaces within our homes and discussing what would make a location ideal for the work from home requirement. Hi, I'm Katsi Faustina Obra. I'm Mark Obra. And this is Design Trail. To celebrate five years of running our own design firm, Fossi, and over 10 years as architects, we've decided to launch this podcast. Come walk with us along this path as we discover, discuss, and delight in all things design. This season, we're doing a deep dive into the different elements comprising the now ubiquitous work from home setup. So Mark, um, can you share what's your ideal work from home space? My ideal work from home space? Hmm. Um, a really big monitor, that's one. That's the first one. A big table because there's a lot of things that need to be on the table at any time. It's not that big because I don't uh, look at plans on that table where the computer would be. And a uh, pretty cool space. That's very important. Cool in not a cool fashion like that. Air coats. Yeah, so you mean like cool in terms of temperature. Yes, yes. yes. Comfort is Temperature key. cool. How about you? Uh, basically, I just want a big table. Like a big table. Really nice table. I, I don't like to work in small. The small table can get really crowded. And also, I want... I figured I'd, I love a big monitor. It's a recent discovery of mine. I've always worked on a smaller laptop screen. But apparently, I appreciate a bigger monitor. And I just want something comfortable. Comfortable chair, comfortable um, temperature. Oh, but they need lights. It's like an, a very, very important aspect of working for me. It has to be well lit. Okay, so why are we, again, talking about this? Um, because we just want to have this, uh, paint this picture of what our ideal, like, work-from-home setups are. Because work-from-home is kind of the thing now. Given uh, the current situation worldwide, a lot of companies have opted to transition their employees or, or their workers to a work-from-home setup as much as possible. We want to avoid going outside. We want to... But we still want to be productive. So a lot of us ha- are kind of, in a way, forced to set up their spaces at home, whether their spaces are built for it or they have space or they do not have space. Without choice, eh? You just have to have a work-from-home setup now. True. A friend of mine actually... Uh needed to deploy to his team a set of computers. And where that landed, we can only hope is an appropriate space because they are using desktops and there's a lot of room necessary for those. I mean, I see it a lot in social media these days. Um, 
a lot of people are using still desktops probably because it's uh, sort of cheaper and more powerful at the same time but and probably easier to access because there is a genuine lack of computers right now in the notebook scene really like i would have thought that you know laptops are more accessible you say you just buy one and then that's it already it's easier to buy but there are some people i have actually also another friend that does this <laughs> uh you can call them up and then list down your peripherals and whatever you want and then they'll assemble it for you basically they frankenstein a desktop for your exact specifications but that's the device basically yeah because we again we have different devices that we need some people can work off a cell phone and some can work off like analog like notebook lang ganyan and then just a phone but uh most of us i guess the majority of us would need an actual uh, computing device whether it's a laptop or a desktop or a tablet tangkilangan she it's it's one of the necessities in the modern day working world true so when this device comes into your space basically your home your domicile wherever you're residing right now you need to find a suitable spot where to put this on and i might ask you if would that be the primary determinant of where your work from home space would be i guess you can say that like if you're going to start conceptualizing or thinking na parang saan ba ako magtatrabaho today like where would i position my work from home setup today it's going to have to start with the device because your device is essentially your work in a device it's a representative of your office because in that device whatever that device is you are accessing your files your boss your everything it's like all there so that symbolic representation in an, in an object has to be put somewhere and that's the space ideally you have a table but sometimes it's not the case sometimes it can just be a lap desk but of course we all know that having a lap desk isn't going to be good for a long term work from home scenario true um even if you say you're only working on what do you call those office applications no desktop publishing applications i think that's the correct term even if you were only using those like the most basic uh office suite a long period of time whether you're sitting or standing or whatever else orientation you want you might you might be like in bed because that is also possible uh yeah but not ideal It's not it's not good long term. Yes, the time it takes for you to actually produce your work is one of the important factors to consider when you're thinking about your work from home space. I um let's talk about like shempre people have have that parang concept of the 9 to 5. So parang ganun, it's 9 to 5, I'm working somewhere. So we're determining space now. Um, for us, 
uh, we started by just putting like a single table na shared. <laughs> we, we shared a table early on. How many years was that ago? Like six years ago? Was it? Yeah, maybe. Uh, for reference, uh, we have our context, own... Yeah, for, for, context. for context. For context, we have our own design company. And technically, we've been working from home because our office, we've located it in our home for quite a while, since the beginning. And even before that, I was also working from home as a freelancer. We so, had a single lifetime table. You know, the ones that fold up. A single lifetime table supporting both of us side by side. Um, the reason for that is so that when one of us needs to show something to the other person, it's immediate, very easy. But uh, that's probably not the case for most of the work from home individuals right now. Uh, there's not really... Uh, the husband and wife will probably not be working on the same thing. Yeah, most cases would they would you would probably be working on separate things. And to be honest, like at the t- for a time, because Mark was um, still going to his regular day job, and then he was teaching, and then when he was going to school, um, I actually loved having the table to myself. Okay, so you actually want it for your own, even yeah. before, pa. Even before, like, you know, there, there's so much space, cause that you could share. There's such a thing like personal space, and it's it's what you're comfortable with. It. We have very different um, concepts of it. Like, what's comfortable for you may not be the same for me. I mean, there's anthropometrics and all. Uh, like, this is uh, the optimal. Reaching, uh, reaching uh, distance for me, etc. But those standards are major generalized. Okay, for the uninitiated, anthropometrics basically talks about uh, measurements related to the human body. Like, for example, if a human male or female were standing, how high can he actually or she can actually reach, and what's the effective distance of things? related to those measurements. Yes, and uh, these measurements are actually very important because this is the basis for when you're designing furniture or when you're designing spaces because ultimately, it's all about the end user. And for work from home, the end users are us, working people, that are suddenly thrown into this environment that we have to set up. So location-wise, space-wise, it might not always be available. No, so parang, have you lived in a condo? Uh, yes. <laughs> Actually, I have, but... Okay, you know. so let me just share my condo experience. Um, our condo limited me to around, siguro mga six square meters lang. That's less big pa. Six square meters or less. Siguro five square meters for my room and then I suddenly had to move Oh, it was my... your room. Yeah, it's just my okay, room. Okay. Six square meters lang or five square meters. I thought you were talking about six square meters for your working space. No, that's my room. So okay. I had to share okay. uh, my work 
kasi before we had an office and then uh, we had to move out. So all my files, all my materials, like, you know, design materials with swatches and everything had to parang compress it into that uh, small six square meter room. Okay. That has a single bed, has my cabinet, my closet. And then I just have a dresser table that I suddenly had to convert into a working table. So goodbye makeup, goodbye all those unnecessary things for working. But during that time, you were not yet this. You didn't have as much makeup. I would, I would think, before. Yeah, but you're digressing. <laughs> so, so yeah, uh, before, you know, it wasn't as much as now. But still, you have to displace some stuff. Eh? So now people are, I guess people are clamoring to figure out a way kung saan lalalaga yung table na to or do you share it with your dining table? Yeah, I think uh, the basic work from home space really is uh, one table that you put somewhere. I mean, if you have a dining table already, you can use that. But the problem with using a dining table is you need to clear it so much during the course of the day because you know you have breakfast you have the after breakfast you have lunch (laughs) you have the merienda and then after the merienda is over now you have dinner dinner so when do you actually get to work you really i think or you take up like half the table space i used to do that because again when i found myself working sa condo it was really small it's just a small desk. Like, my personal bubble got smaller because I feel like my personal work bubble, it's something that I'm comfortable with. It's going to be, uh, like, an arm's length on both sides. So it's like my arms outreached. And that's, that's actually that's a table very that I already outreached arms both yes, sides. Yes, because that's how I want my table. I have, I have a laptop, I have a tablet, I have my phone parked. Okay. And I have my papers, notebooks, references. So it's 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 that big, and it's what I'm comfortable with. That's comfortable to you, but was that your situation in that? But it wasn't my situation, and I'm sure a lot of people can relate. It wasn't my situation, so that's why I would often park at our dining table, okay. which isn't also it's just which is also not bigger because it's against the condominium unit, and. I think it was like what 16 square meters lang dun sa baba and that's so you have to remove everything pa so you know our table was like typical compact table but I was taking up half the space because I wanted a bigger desk compared to the vanity table that was in my room okay um when I was in a condominium I also was using a table but this table was one of those uh, foldable tables with a chair that you can buy as a set in one of these warehouses like Ace or something. They usually have this. It's uh, aluminum feet and uh, like a laminated wooden top. Oh, yeah, it's I know that. Act- yeah, it's yeah, still active still up to there. now. And you can fold it all up. Yes. So that's, I guess that's one, one option. So that table basically... Uh, a 14-inch laptop and the mousing area is almost all of it. The, I mean, maybe you can put a folder next to it, but it's already dangling. So, oh, 
um, beside, I was putting it beside the bed all the time. So I actually also have the side of the bed as a, I put documents there. Storage is actually yeah, so very important. You kind of have to be creative in setting up your work from home space. So I guess when you're starting out, if you, you lack the space, especially now, a lot of us are living in condominium units. Um, it's essentially that day. Eh? You just need somewhere to put your uh, virtual office, which is essentially your device. You need a solid surface to put it on, and you need somewhere to park yourself, like comfortably sit down, ideally. But if it's not comfortable, you just got to make do with, like, guy in Sabini Mark, it's a stool, a folding uh, stool chair. I mean, that's put a, put a pillow under your butt. It works. Yeah, it works. Sometimes. Yeah, but, and then, that's, that's, that's basically how you do it at first. But if you have the space or the option, you can, you know, have a, a bigger table that you can display or you can kind of hide. Like those, um... You know those cabinet types. I have a friend, yeah, who has this cabinet type because she has uh, she has kids and uh, they also live in a condominium unit. And she has to have this parang work life separation, which I guess a lot of us are kind of struggling with these days. One thing is that you can use this cabinet type, and when it's like basically you have a closet or a cabinet of some sort, and then you open it up. And that's your entire workstation there. Like your computer, your printer, all your storage. And it can also have your decor, etc. Because it's all there. So at the end of the day, if, you, if you're not working anymore, you close it. You close those doors, cabinet doors, and then it's gone. Your home is once again a home. And I think that's one way. If you can, like, you know, just um, allocate. It's a Siguro 60 uh, 60 cm by 120 yeah. cm, kasha na. Like that, that would be that would work. That's generous already. 120 is uh, converted for feet, and I mean, a uh, regular human is around two feet from shoulder to shoulder. That's the average. So basically, it's two humans. Together, that's the size. So, Siguro, like maybe you can make it a bit more compact. But that's that's one way to physically separate your workspace without taking up so much space. But imagine if you can actually have an entire room just for your office. Well, an entire room is uh, it had to have been there ever since the house has been. Uh, done. I mean, constructed. It has to be, like, it can be converted from a library, but also uh, a den of that type. Or a guest room. Or some some, some condom units, you know, the two to three bedroom types, which are expensive. Um, you can convert it into an office space. You can, if it's not yet a storage space for all your other things. Yes, but now we, in, yeah, we're kind of forced to. So, I guess one thing I said that you have to consider in a small space, in a shared space, it's it's the sound. Eh? Like when you're doing these calls, etc. Um, 
or meetings or you're you're just trying to focus and then you have your kid in the background or you have your wife asking you oh, do you want to eat steak for lunch or do you just want corned beef because I'm, I'm tired of cooking again you know and we can't eat out as much as we used to but yeah so that's another consideration sound but there is already an invention for that the AI reduction, noise reduction thing that's being sold by Asus right now. Everyone's using it. It's but... not a sponsored thing. <laughs> ha? Uh, we'll probably uh, mention random brands because, uh, one, we've either tried it or we've seen it online. And, you know, you might get some reference or parang get some idea that you'd like to check it out. But, yeah, we're not, we're not sponsored but we'd, we'd, we would probably be mentioning them as examples. Also, in one video, uh, I saw that Inka Magnaye, the girl who uh, talks over PAL flights, if you're familiar with her, she uses a makeshift barrier um, using... I think she bought a few of those acoustic panel foam things from one of the online shops right now, uh, and then stitch them together to form a like a parabolic barrier where she houses her mic. So that... That's very clever. Huh? It's very clever because yeah, it's, it's also a cheap, I guess, a cheap uh, And she can put it anywhere. Yeah, she can go to her dining room and set it up or go to a room or wherever. Yeah. That's really cool. I didn't think about that because I would... Well, I would think that parang I'll have to stuff my drywall or something with the, those acoustic uh, paneling things. But yeah, sound is another consideration that we kind of have to discuss. It's very important because uh, often you'll see it on social media that uh, the parents or the parents listening in on their children that are getting their education from online also, they often talk about hearing the food of the other children being called out by the parent. And while it's amusing sometimes, you know, it's it's amusing that you get to like make chismis or you make chica, like, you know, you get a, a sneak peek into their lives. It's amusing, but not because it's distracting. It's, it's distracting yeah. And ultimately, it's distracting you from the work that you're supposed to be doing. So ideally, I mean, as much as we would like to have our own um, office space, like a a room dedicated just for it, all properly ventilated, all acoustically prepared with all the gadgets that you would ever need, it's not typically what we have. So I guess that's, that's essentially why we have to think about where we are going to locate our workspace. So fast forward to us today. Uh, we essentially set up our work from home space in our living room. Incompletely, by the way, but it's, it's a work in progress. Yes, it's a work in it's progress. Getting there. It's a living room. Typically, you would think that a living room would it's have... one half of a living room. Yes, and one half of a living room. So which means that we'd have to sacrifice... Uh, our living room space. So from having um, your typical three-seater sofa and then two armchairs or a, a 
love seat. Uh, one had to go. Like, we didn't have a love seat anymore. We don't have space for armchairs. So it's basically just a three-seater sofa and just random chairs. Yes, everyone else on the floor. That's how it is. Or a stool. A really stackable, portable stool. So it's ultimately a sacrifice in space also because working from home really requires a certain comfort level because it's hard to work and focus if you're not comfortable. So I think with comfort in mind, um, should we reserve all the other discussions for later? Um, No, because basically right now we're talking about space. And I guess in terms of space, it's also the environment. Like the environmental factors that you have to consider. Oh, yeah. Like uh, sound coming from outside, light streaming in from your windows, which more often than not causes glare, yes. And heat. So positioning-wise... so right now, we've established that you have to be creative where you're going to position your space. Like what space, like physical space is available. It can be as small as a cabinet or a simple portable uh, folding table or your dining table or you have a, a corner of your room, which is a blank wall that you just park a table there. So that's the physical space. But beyond that, other things to consider is that, is it well ventilated? Or is it going to be like super hot that you're not going to be comfortable anyway? Uh, one of the more recent articles floating around was saying how Filipino homes are really not suited to become work-from-home spaces because of the heat. It's very hot here and really since the comfort level is at what? Uh 20 to 22 uh, yeah, Celsius. above 20 degrees, but below and it's 24 absurd. degrees. <laughs> That's absurd because that can only be achieved via an air conditioning unit. Yes. A fan won't cut it. If you use only a fan, you sleep. <laughs> yes. That's what happens. Yeah, especially in the summer. But thankfully, we're not in the summer anymore. But still, it's, it's still a, a, an issue because you have to be comfortable again. Working from home is you have to be very comfortable to be able to produce the results that you want and need. And heat is one of those factors that it's really hard. eh? So unless you're able to um, utilize a... Or if unless you have an air conditioning unit, you're going to have to get creative. One way is to properly locate your puesto, your space... I guess, away from your window. Away from the window? Yes. Either away from your window, if you can. Like, you're not in the direct path of the glare because just try it out. Like, go beside your window and you can, most of us can feel that there's like heat emanating from it. Then go farther away. Then you would, you know, it would get cooler. So that's a physical thing. That, di ba, ganda? Parang ang ganda is yung Pinterest that you have your table overlooking this really nice window. And I love that. I love that um, idea because... With plants. With the plants, plants. Yes, with plants. I love that idea. You can see your plants. But it's also hot. 
unless you're using a double glazed solar film protected low e window that's like expensive which is not the norm here it's going to be hot and we know that for a fact because we have a lot of windows so as much as possible we try to locate it away but again space consideration wise it's not always available so another thing that you can try is use blackout curtains. Just change your curtains. You will immediately feel the difference. That's true. Like a two-degree drop or something. It's very significant. It sounds small on paper, but really uh, two degrees is crazy difference. Um yeah, the kind of sun like, can actually recognize yeah. a shift of one degree. Of one degree at night. Like, wake up and say, ah, you lowered or you raised the temperature. I'm going to wake up and bother you watching Netflix. <laughs> so, yeah. So, just put try putting uh, blackout curtains. They're readily available. You can call SM or, you know, go on Shopee. Blackout curtains is one of those instant solutions for heat. Unless, of course, you know, you can you can you know install an inverter air conditioning and that's gonna work. But but even with inverter air conditioning or aircon in general, you would still want to help out your space as much as you can by again lowering the heat gain. Okay, so right now we have the physical space and comfort. Is there anything else that we want to discuss? We've discussed sound. Um, I guess in con- um, in connection with doing blackout curtains, what blackout curtains would give you comfort in, in terms of heat, in terms of cooling, it takes away from you naman the natural source of light. And that's another oh, thing to consider. Yes, yes. Like yesterday, my mom suddenly told me, do you have a spare lamp around, lying around? Because... I can't see anything at night. I As can't see anything. have spare lamps. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but right. apparently we do. We, we did. So uh, we gave her one because, um, again, she's working in a condominium unit that wasn't really designed for work. We had uh, good lighting to eat. Or uh, we have prep light para you know, when you're preparing your dishes, cutting your food, etc. But, she, since she's just setting up um, her work on our dining table. Like how you used to do? Like how I used to do. Wait, did you have a lamp back then? No, because I was working on a laptop and somehow that sort of compensated uh, the, the light requirement. But my mom works off a lot of, you know, she's, she's, she's old school. She has a lot oh, of yeah. paperwork that she has to look at and which actually requires, you know, a more focused task light, light. Task lighting. So yeah, that's that's another thing to consider. So when you do your, when you set up your space, you've chosen it. Okay, let's close off the this uh, window with a with a blackout curtain, or if you can, just put. If you're allowed, uh, if you're allowed, you can put the solar films. You can just stick it on. It really. I think it it reduces. No, no, no. Do you need like condo 
Oh yeah, because it changes the color yeah. of the from the outside. I see, I see. Oh, one thing to note: if you're going to choose your curtains and you're you didn't really, or it's your first time to do so, and you're in a condominium unit, better to check your requirement because, again, you're not allowed to have a different color. Most condominiums do not allow you to have a different color outside. Because, of they want uniformity outside. So it's the same with if you want to put like a tint because you don't want to sacrifice the natural light and the green greenery outside and the the, the sky etc or the view that might be an option as well. And if you use transparent tints, just that's not really all that good in solar rejection. So uh, it does offer a little bit more. Uh, comfort, but you're gonna be better off with a blackout curtain for yeah, sure. And, yeah, and just adjust accordingly. Like, some days it's a bit cloudy, so it's gonna be okay. It's gonna be better. So, yeah, the so light, you can, at least, at least light, you can get a lamp. There's, there are cheap lamps or very affordable alternatives to lamps that you can just park on your table or if you don't have much of a table what are these affordable alternatives to lamps no not affordable alternatives an affordable choice oh these (laughs) these lamps that are affordable i thought you were talking about something like a like a diffuser that has a light or something like that. no that's just 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 for ambience okay so we have a comfortable space that is well lit sounds not so terrible and then well lit cool yeah cool and then well lit as much as possible you want um it to be comfortable because again working from home your space has to be comfortable so you can focus more on the work that you have to what what about the storage what the you Where? do need that right you need somewhere to put your stuff like my bed before um, so that's yeah. That's your bed. When it was <laughs> in my bed, I needed to clear that out when I want to sleep already. <laughs> so basically, you were just moving stuff around. Yes, and you don't want that if you yeah, you're don't going want that. to work for an extended period of time. I mean, so I you... mean, by extended period of time, I'm talking about days or weeks or months because we don't know how long this situation is going to be. Now, you can get a cabinet for that, but one tip that I've learned, well, that I've actually used before, one practice that I used before, is that I had different bags that looked the same. But you need bags to use yeah, different bags. Yeah, but bags are cheaper. I got these bags like for, you know those eco bags that ah, are big? okay. They, okay, they house like it. A3 to I A4 sizes. So I put like specific files because filing cabinets, the really good filing cabinets are insanely expensive. They're like, what, 6000 and up? Because they're steel, eh? So, you know, they're expensive. And even the plastic ones, the plastic ones might not be able to carry your stuff, especially if you are housing a lot of paperwork. Or, you know, like for us, the swatches, the material swatches, they're heavy. So what I did was I had this... A bunch of eco bags that I got for free yeah, from from an event. I got this bunch of eco bags and then I put files there so I would be organized by eco bag. 
And then it'll have these eco bags in, uh, you know, those fruit trays that Hay has, but, you know, you can get from fruit suppliers. I think it's Hay, yeah? The ones that, you know, the fruit basket. Who has? Hay Design. I, I, uh, the, fr- the, the furniture, etc., the accessory. I think they, they, I think it's them, huh? Um, um, we're doing a lot of uh, referencing, and we're doing a lot of um, we're talking a lot about specific things that are kind of visual. So you can, if you if you like, you can follow us on Instagram at designtrail.ph, mm-hmm. and we'll be posting a lot of these um, things that we're referencing. So, for example, this hay uh, plastic box that I'm talking about. I'm sure it's hay, like siguro mga 80, 95% sure. But I'll correct myself if I'm wrong. And they look like fruit baskets. As in literal fruit baskets. You know the ones you get from suppliers. And we have those because my mom buys a lot of fruits and she has this fruit vendor friend. And she got a lot of those and you can organize your stuff from those fruit baskets. And that's for free because if you buy your fruits, they would have the fruit basket with those and you're saving the environment also because you're reusing it and they're really nice huh? i mean for hate to sell something similar to it but it's low profile so it's going to be storing documents that... yeah on the floor yeah I-, I was storing them on the floor because that's how it is i didn't i wanted to save money i was i was younger then i wanted to save a lot of money by not buying those expensive stainless steel cabinets because that would you know that money can go to a printer, which you would also need. And then I had a lot of these eco bags and then uh, these plastic trays. So, again, it's all about uh, getting creative, even with storage, especially with storage. It's about getting creative with your stuff. You didn't know that, no? <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I can imagine that, uh, that you were doing it like that. Uh, per project because uh, my situation before was more uh, paperless in a sense. Yeah, because you were working with uh, 3D, like all visual, online. All on the computer. Mm -hmm. So if you can go paperless, it would save you up from the storage issue. But not really because you you also have references. And you have hard drives. Oh my true, god, true. a collection of hard drives. It's external I have hard drives. Ten probably. It's, it's an eyesore. It's 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 my different colors, different sizes, yeah. etc. So you know you can get the cloud storage, a bigger one. But again, uh, these things they make it compact, but they make it expensive also. <laughs> so yeah, so I guess there's storage, and then uh, I guess if as with anything. We try to customize and personalize our spaces. So in your tiny foldable foldable space, what? foldable table, did did you have this parang sort of what like a sticker that Yeah, like you wanted to parang say that this is my space. Because sometimes, especially if you're working on an extended period of time, you kind of want something to remind you of why you're working or you kind of want to have the feeling that oh this is my space this is my jam this is my area that i'm producing all these great results and i'm not just hovering over my laptop day in and day out feeling tired you know either that's what decor is all about really or accessories 
did that. Did you have that um, urge to do so? I think I had something, but was far from me, not image. Oh, I had something behind me because there was a side, you know, uh, on my left side was the bed. Uh, in front of me was the table, the unfolded. And then behind me, which is beside the bed, is, uh, is a side table, a relatively big one because that's one of the old condos that had all this space. So uh, this on this side table, I had a set of speakers that... <clears throat> was really nice. So that was like your decor inspo. My speakers. Functional yet. Yeah, that's it. Functional yet pretty. Uh, like Are those the red one? Yes, it's that's the, the Sony red, red one. That's Sony, Sony right? Yes. Yeah, the Sony red one. So, so you can also personalize your space with a device that's functional. It's not just pretty. But one thing that's really popular right now that's pretty and functional are plants. Plants. Did you try to put plants on your table? No, um, because there is a there's like a little planting area outside of the oh, so you window. can yeah. So there's plants there already. So I I didn't feel the need to put plants inside. And did you know this is a, a factoid? <laughs> there's um, when the ideal city was being. Uh, idealized by these older architects. Is that the Corb? Yeah, they identified... That's the Corbusier. So he was doing all these studies on creating and designing the ideal cities. Yes, they identified that uh, a plant is actually integral, it's integral to, to a working space. To a space where you stay when you're not working uh, or otherwise, a plant needs to be there. Why? I have not gotten to reading <laughs> all about that, but it's one of those We'll things. try to look into that more in detail. It's it's a new thing for me. I have, I have the book, so you can, you can read it. I love the concept of it. Um, it's kind of utopia, but not the ideal city. And I'm quite curious about it. I mean, I've read a lot of this because we're kind of required to do so at um, the university at the university level. But I have I, I I probably skipped over that fact, or it's not as popular because you know it's 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 detail level that you would need a plant. So for fellow plantitas and plantitos out there, we need a plant according to this um, old architects. Yes. This. Very highly regarded classic so, architects. So get one immediately uh, before the government puts a tax on this thing. We'll share. We'll share uh, this uh, specific factoid on our Instagram because I'm quite curious about it. Why? I mean, why do you need a plant? There has to be a reason. It's not. It's not random. Aside from, of yes. course, the air purifying things and um, the visual effect. Because you know what they say that if you want to calm yourself. Or if you want to rest your eyes, you have to look at something, something green, green. Yes. from time to time. Now, you can look at your son's Duplo box, but it's not as 
calming. <laughs> you know, those Duplo walks. It's not as beautiful as a plant. Okay, yeah, so... Let's, let's leave it at that. Yeah, so that's a, that's a, that's a nice thing that I, I didn't know. Okay, so going back, we have a comfortable space, cool enough, uh, yes, illuminated space. Light is key. Uh, what else? A space with storage on the side? Yes. Or wherever? Chair, table, and finally, something to remind you of why you're working and who you are. Decor, yes. Accessory. The accessory. So, yeah, I guess... That kind of wraps up our first episode, all about space. I'm sure you guys all have your own spaces as well, different scenarios, different actual physical spaces, whether it's a table or a lap desk, which I sometimes still use because sometimes it's just comfortable to just work in the bed, you know. I mean, not for an extended period of time, but it is sometimes comfortable especially if you're just reading a lot of stuff and you have just consumed coffee or well i don't drink coffee or you know i've just woken up from a long nap (laughs) so i won't fall asleep again so i can work in the bed yeah if you could reach out to us uh send us maybe a photo in one of our yeah, do share do share your work from home space let's discuss um how we can improve we'll try to make this an ongoing design clinic also you can share us your spaces tag us on instagram at designtrail.ph or send us a voice message over on anchor.fm slash design trail apparently you can so and you might be featured in one of our future episodes just let us know. And we'd also appreciate if you can give us a follow. Design Trail now streams from Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts. Woo-hoo. And you can check out the full list over at our Anchor page. And yeah, I guess that's it. Mark? Uh, yeah, I got nothing. <laughs> so we basically exhausted space. We are going to try to bring this to you Netflix style, like all in one drop, because basically it's one space. And there's plenty more design stuff to discuss. So from space, we're going sound, light, device, table, chair, storage, and accessories. And we'll see you then. Bye, guys. Bye-bye.